everybody. Welcome back to the Frog Snacks Podcast. Here we are, episode 195. Uh, it's me, your boy, Frog. I'm joined here by my ever-lovable companion, Mr. Snacks. How do you do, sir? Hello, doing well. Awesome. So, today is a bittersweet day. Uh, we have a special guest with us today. But it is also a day where we have to deliver some sad news to all of our fans in internet land, whoever you may be. Uh, we've actually decided that we'll be bringing the Frog Snacks podcast to a close. All good things must come to an end, right? So we will be wrapping up the Frog Snacks podcast with our 200th episode. And today being 195 we can call the beginning of the ends. So these next few episodes, which we've informally dubbed the final five, um, be more of what you guys know and love about us, but uh, kind of with the, an, an eye to the future, however that's going to play out. But we do have a special treat for today. We have finally, after months and months of negotiation and you know, talking with people back and forth, you know, uh, collaborating with the agents making sure all the, the T's were crossed and the I's were dotted. We've uh, finally got our, our very good friend, N.Y. Dingus, on the Frog Snacks podcast. How you doing, kid? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you for showing up. It's uh, long overdue, but as all things, better late than never, right? So today, we're going to talk to you, the, the reason you're here, uh, we're going to talk to you about your life as a Twitch streamer. Uh, and there have been a lot of these conversations floating out now, right? Like, we go to PAX every year, and there's always at least a couple panels about, you know, what does it take to be a streamer, et cetera, et cetera. There's an entire genre of journalism now about following some of the ins and outs of what it takes. But not too often do we really get, like, somebody to sit down and really talk about um, what their life as a streamer is like. So let's start, let's take it kind of chronologically, right? So, and I actually don't remember the answer to this question myself, even though I have been kind of at your side for this stream adventure for a while, right? Right. But, so for the easy question, when did you start? When did I start streaming? My first Twitch account was uh, Scrubmaster K, which is like my fighting game handle at the time. Right. And I think uh, my very first stream was actually with you guys. We were playing Payday 2 on Xbox 360. Woo, and I was just like, I think this really would be pretty entertaining. And then we had like, I think like 8 to 10 viewers, mostly friends. And yep. yeah, it, was a, it was a good time. I still have that clip. I don't know if you guys uh, yeah. want to like that you that slide control. that in there. They're on. Yeah. I, <laughs> So that's that's actually great. I, I I know exactly which session you're talking about, and I think that's so great that. Uh, so for for those of you who don't know what we're, we're we're insinuating right now is that there's uh, there's a clip from that stream. I didn't realize that that was the first time you had ever streamed, but there uh, there was a clip from that stream where we were uh, on the second floor of, of of a bank, I believe, in the in the bank level, and. Um, Frog was playing the ghost, aka like the, the stealth guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I I don't maybe you remember the the exact uh, like sequence of events more more than I do, but essentially um, we uh, y- you had turned a corner, proclaimed that the coast was clear, and then it wasn't, and then uh, the the whole the whole mission went to shit uh, in such a quick and and like uh, in such a quick dramatic. way and and in such in such a dramatic way and the and the timing was just perfect. It was, it had, it had, uh, it had impeccable comedic timing, which <laughs> you just, you can't teach, you know, you just can't teach. But, uh, but watching you like in crouch mode, like walk, like crouch walking slowly around the corner and then like without stopping, like, like pivoting and going back around the corner, but it had already been too late is like one of my favorite things, man. We, we, we watch that clip <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it was great because um, he said there's a camera looking at me, and then he, how we got caught was he shot his gun. He sh- he fired his gun, 
Right, right, But right. he didn't have a suppressor. And that's what alarmed everything. So, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, yes, we're, we're going to have to put the clip in, in the show notes, aren't we? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, so, uh, see, see I, that this, clip, this, so I have it. This is classic dingus and me, right? You know, I'm like, oh, come on the podcast. And the first thing happens that I inadvertently <laughs> get fucking trolled. I mean, but you, that's said, okay. you, you asked the question. You said, I asked the, the question. What it's was the first stream? I didn't know that was the first stream. Really? <laughs> that's, that's my first clip of, of that channel. First, and of course, the first stream is me getting fucking trolled. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's fine. You tro- nah, you, you made that moment i was so salty bro <laughs> yeah it's it's true it's true it's true that that entirely was my fault i should have had the suppressor on i completely forgot about it i have to hold that well you kind of had to hold that too because yeah you were tight <laughs> completely livid i was like why are you playing ghost you're the stealth guy why did this happen yeah the jam well, but anyways that's in the well, past that's in the past Though to be fair, after that I did switch my uh, to what was it the enforcer, which is basically yeah. the dumb meat wad. <laughs> so that was uh, that was much yeah. more fitting for what I was able to do in the game. Uh, okay, cool. So all right, so the first damn that means that stream was like 2012. That had to be. Yeah, that was a long time. I can think it up right now, but that was a because long we, time ago. We were playing that game just out of college. So that had to be like 2012. Holy crap. Five years ago. Wow. Yeah, wow. 2012. Wow. November 6, 2013. Okay. Well, slightly better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but still, that's a hella long time. Okay, so that's interesting. All right, so you did that first stream, right? Right. So... What happened after that that made you say, I'm trying to get in this game for real now? Well, after that, I was just streaming, like, fighting games and stuff. And then uh, I took a hiatus. And then I started getting into Monster Hunter a lot. And then I noticed there weren't too many people that were streaming Monster Hunter. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'll try it out. Uh, actually, on my new account, my... My dingus account. Um, I started streaming Final Fantasy Explorers first, just to like test out oh, the 3ds. Man, I remember that. We were all we were all a part of that too. Yeah, yeah. At the time, there weren't too many people people streaming 3ds games because to get a 3ds card, you had to like ship it out to Japan or like buy a 3ds from Japan and have the modders like put the chip in. Right, and right. Then it, it took like half a year to get it to actually get the the 3ds so i think i ordered it like i remember it was like over the summer like five years ago or four years ago something like that and then i didn't get it till like christmas and i was like oh sweet it's a christmas present but i don't really have a game or stream yet and then i think explorers came out that following january january yeah, that's right. It did come out the following shit. Woo! We are in the way back machine now, boys. Yeah, so I tried that. That was fun. I, I got like consistent like 11 to 15 viewers. And then, you know, this as all games, like all gaming communities, like once, you know, you run out of end game stuff to do, it starts to die down. And then right. people are like, why don't you just play Monster Hunter? So I was like, hey, you know what? I'll stream some Monster Hunter. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting because, like, I thought I was okay at the game, but I, did, I didn't really play, like, the, the real end game, like, the level 140 stuff. And then people just started showing up, like, yo, man, let's play. And then uh, for me, it was, like, a lot of catching up, a lot of learning. It was the like, accelerated learning. It's like having an AP class. And having tutors for AP class every day, but uh, ah, so when you were getting into for you, streaming helped you uh, find your way through the game. So yeah. streaming was actually a net benefit to you 
because you were getting the knowledge that you needed to make it. And as we people who have listened to us before know that we've talked about the steep learning curve of Monster and this is now prior to World where you didn't have shit. Like this is when this series was just became, becoming a thing in the U.S. So you had to just cobble together whatever resources you had. So that makes sense. You know, you, you went online and kind of had got the Sherpa experience uh, from people in your stream, right? Yeah. Uh, well, there, there are like beginner resources like Gaijin Hunter and Eric's Gaming. Right. But the only other resources for um, Endgame is like watching speedruns or like watching other streamers. But at the time, like Monster is pretty niche. Right. So, so, yeah, you had to kind of cobble it together however you could, and the stream was helpful for that. Yeah. So, so you would then say you basically fell into it. Yeah, I, I pretty much, like, fell into it. Um, started getting into it, too, like, I don't know, it was like, I used to play most of it with, like, another group of friends, and, like, mm-hmm. they used to talk, we used to talk Mad Smack, we made our own rules, like, um... Say if someone like carts or dies, like they have to pay up with a voucher. Um, we had our own terms. Like, say if someone gets stunned or like, yeah, if someone got stat got inflicted with a status like flaws. So like that, try I try to like put all of that, all those group dynamics into my stream, and some of it caught on, some of it didn't. Uh, we call like some monsters like weird names like Devil Joe, the big like pickle dinosaur. Call him mm. Barney because he does a little dance <laughs> before he like shoots his breath. We call that the Honestly, Barney. That dude kind of does look like Barney if we're if we're gonna keep it real. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was pretty funny. And at the time, like so, level one forty quests are like the extreme versions of those monsters, right? Right. So at one point, we we're fighting level one forty Devil Joes. And then we had like the stream had like a losing streak, and it was like twenty one and zero. And then I basically started calling the one forty Devil Joe like Undertaker. I don't know if you guys watch wrestling, <laughs> but he, he had like that long undefeated streak. And then every every time I ended the stream, people wanted to see like the group take an Undertaker. So it was it was pretty fun. I didn't even know that you had that many in jokes going on. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like some people like called it the Floss Crew. It was it was a lot. Yeah, and I remember I, I remember that um that uh the voucher um the voucher punishment where if you if you carded or if you were the last to cart, you had to pay for everybody's meal for the next hunt. And I actually have on my phone because you had um you had um incorporated that rule when we were hunting with uh you know the three of us and and other people and you had yep. incorporated that rule and I, and I had I had this picture on my phone of frog uh using a voucher because uh, <laughs> he was the last one to cart and uh we we had we thought it was so funny uh and I was like and I had my I had my phone ready and when because you when you when you use the voucher you know, you get this whole, like, um, it's, it's like a, a notification, like everybody gets an on-screen notification, like a big on-screen notification. This person has <laughs> used the voucher and I have, uh, I have a picture of it. Um, and I'll also include that in the show notes is <laughs> a whole folder of like frog messing up is basically like the history of our gaming together. But, uh, I, I have that voucher picture. Yeah, it was Yet good. Yeah, again, all roles lead to me being fucking trolled. Uh, I'm, looking okay. at it right, I'm looking at it right now. You were using dual blades. Uh, Dingus, you were using hunting horn. I was using hammer, obviously. And uh, Mark was Mark was with us. Heavy bowgun. Um, this was this picture was taken March twenty third, twenty fifteen. Oh man! So almost exactly four years ago. Kids have gone to college and come out. Yep, yep, in that time. Um, we old, man. <laughs> hashtag we old. All right, you know, let me stop. Um, okay. <laughs> but that, that was that was a trip down memory lane for sure. And I do remember the Flaws crew being a thing for a little while, which I did think was fun. 
I just didn't know that the, uh, the the rabbit hole of jokes went that deep. But see, that's cool, right? That's like that's one of the things I enjoy about Twitch is you can really just kind of have, as it sounds like Dingus had for that period, uh, these like mini communities with their own kind of culture going on. I've read quite a bit about you know how some of these streams really go deep with years of in jokes. I remember like Twitch plays Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the level of memory that went on with that. Wow. ATV, man. ATV. <laughs> what was it? The, um, what was the fucking thing they used to say? Like the chosen one or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. The Ammonite was like the, was like the God of the game for whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah. And, and half of it doesn't make any sense, even in the context of the damn stream. Right. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, if if stuff sticks, it sticks. And at that point, there's really nothing else you can do about it. Right. Good times. Okay. Well, moving on. So, all right. Now, I know that for me, right, one of the big kind of barriers to streaming is that I definitely was not trying to sit there and, you know, talk to myself and hope people show up. And that's kind of part of the Twitch rite of passage, as it were. You know what I mean? Because uh, everybody's got to do that to start before they have a viewer base. And to be honest, knowing you, Degas, you were like the last person that I thought was going to willingly go through that particular quagmire before you started to pick up viewers. So talk to me a little bit about... Like those early days where it's just like, okay, just trying to see if I can get on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, so for the Dingus account, I started with Final Fantasy Explorers. And that's like another multiplayer game. So I felt like, I personally, I feel like if you have like a multiplayer game and you have like an open lobby, uh, unless it's like a wildly popular game, it's, it'll be kind of easy just to grab p- people to you know, like at least join you on some hunts or join you with some gameplay. And then you just mm-hmm. chat it up that way. Um, once I started with Monster Hunter, um, with the Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate streams, I started incorporating a little bit of, like, uh, voice chat because that's when Discord started coming out. Right. Yeah, I think that was, like, four years ago. That's, like, yeah, when well, Discord, like, was starting up. So that that caught on. And, yeah, that's basically the start. I would say, like, smaller gaming communities with uh, a multiplayer aspect would kind of, like, help ease the initial process. So do you suggest that people not try and, like, stake their claim on Apex Legends or whatever the new hotness is? And and do you suggest they take the the route that you took where, you know, something... Something new but still very niche um, just so that if, if people are looking for whatever that is, they're, you know, they're pretty much going to have to go through you. And then just sort of like little by little like Katamari their way through Twitch and just sort of like get people to stick and, and incorporate them into the community. Or do you think that given a, a, a specific type of person's like uh, you know, personality or, or, or look or whatever – that they that, that that it's not necessarily wrong or or foolhardy to decide to start streaming something that's incredibly popular. I think no matter what, it's um, you gotta have a lot of luck. Yeah. Um, for like the bigger popular games, it's gonna be really hard because if people are clicking at the game directory. If you just start out, you're starting with, you're going, like, pages deep down. And then maybe you get lucky. Like, a bigger streamer might be like, all right, let's host this guy. I just finished streaming. Let's host this guy. So that's a little bit of luck. Um, For niche games, uh, if it's multiplayer, I'm pretty sure people are more than willing to, to help you out or to join if they might need help. But and for... For personality, I've seen... I think that's also luck as well. 
because you know, I've seen people that are like really friendly, but they're stuck at like five viewers. I've seen people that are really toxic. They get crazy views one day and then they're done for the next few days or weeks. So it's yeah, cause they're not a fucking meme. So, and then you have like memers that get consistent viewers. So it's, it's really the luck of the draw in my opinion. Yeah, that is definitely true. There's so much streaming right now is like such a crapshoot. I want to come back to this point like later in, in this conversation. Um, but it, it definitely feels to me, and you can chime in, Dingles, like how you've seen it is um, like if you, like you said, if you're going to go for the big games, yeah, a lot of people are watching, but your chance of being noticed is slim because you're going to be buried under all the other Me Too streamers, right? But then if you pick a niche game, way fewer people are watching it, but you will at least be, like, in the top few results. So it's like, pick your poison. I don't know if you see it the same way. Yeah, uh, I do see it the same way. But um, I feel like if if you're part of the niche community, you know, you're still getting to know people. And then, like, you never know if, like, say... Generate when Monster Hunter Generations came out, like some Dark Souls streamers actually started playing Monster Hunter World. Not Monster World, Monster Hunter Generations, sorry. Right. And that, that gave it a little bit of a boost. But unfortunately, since Generations didn't have G rank and didn't have like the whole end game experience, right. like, the, the game's life cycle just it was pretty short. But then. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then Generations Ultimate was mad late. Well, it did have a slight boost to Double Cross because it came out on a Switch. Right. And uh, you could actually download it on a Japanese eShop. So it did have a little bit a little bit of a boost. But Generations Ultimate, it's not like world type of viewership, but it's, it's still there. Yeah, because I mean, Generations Ultimate, you talk about Endgame, that's Endgame the game, you know? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, so okay, so we're talking a lot about the community angle. So what was it like? Like, how do you feel as you kind of had this community kind of coalesce around you? Because I remember the period we're talking about now is like when you had to get your own Discord, you started meeting a bunch of people many of whom we still talk to. Um, and then, you know, things kind of happen from there. So, like, walk me through a little bit. Like, what was it like becoming, you know, a hashtag thing? Uh, it was actually quite stressful. Because um, I used... So... I was getting, like, consistent 30 views. Right. And... That's when I started, like, mingling with other uh, Monster Hunter streamers. And then I remember just getting, being stressed every day because I, I had a full-time job. And then at the same time, I was, like, trying to review my VODs just to see, like, what I did that might be interesting that I should keep doing. And then, like, how do I change it up? Um, how do I create events that make each day or each stream different. Right. And then I thought about, should I get an overlay? And I was like watching Twitch nonstop at work too. And it was affecting my work as well. It's just like, if I wasn't working, I was thinking about streaming and how to improve my stream or how to change up my stream. And if I wasn't like streaming, it was still work. And then like at the time I barely got any sleep either but then i was like I'm, I'm so young i can do this but i the past year and a half i i definitely could not do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, for for those that don't know which is all of you uh the joke in our group now is old man dingus because uh this guy this guy was the nerd equivalent of the dude that closed down the bar <laughs> like for years Yep. You know, you were the 4 a.m. crew. Remember when, I, when we were roommates 
and I would be at work all night, come back to the, to the room at 4 a.m., yo, what's up? <laughs> Not even like I'm in bed getting ready to go to sleep, like full up on the computer chilling 4 a.m. And then we'd stay up for another like two hours bullshitting anyway. Good times. Good times. Good times indeed. If it's not over, tell him in fetal position, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> Christ. All right. So that's interesting. I Now, I knew that from a bunch of our older conversations that you did feel the heat from the from being, you know, a community leader or whatever. But I didn't realize that it was pretty much from the get-go. So, okay. You said... You're constantly thinking about how to improve the stream, what things you could do. So let's talk about some of that, right? What things did you do that you felt worked, and what are the things that you did that you felt like didn't work? Um, Like during the week- weekends, like towards the end of life for Monster Hunter for Ultimate, like I started incorporating um, on Sundays like elimination rotations. Basically, if you cart, you you leave the lobby for the next, like, three hunts. Mm. So, like, it was more geared towards, like, the endgame players. Right. Because, um, you know, like, when when you have an open lobby, you attract it every type of hunter. And um, it was getting to the point where, like, I was, I was streaming a lot. And then, like... Yeah, it's cool to help players, but at the same time, like it's cool to actually have in-game hunts as well. So at that time, it was leaning a lot towards like helping newer players, right? But I also didn't want to like block the end-game players as well. So I started incorporating that, and then um, you just start brought up like the Undertaker, right? So, say, like, if there's a problematic monster we had, I always had, like, the tally of, like, how the stream did against this monster. Say, like, the Rajang, which is, like, a, or, or a Super Saiyan monkey. I used to call him, like, Brock Lesnar because he's a beast. And, uh... <laughs> and I, I kind of stole some lingo from, like, some fighting game community guys. So, like, the Rajang likes to swing a lot, swing his arms, like, punching you. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Smug. The fighting mm-hmm. player smoke. So, you know, when he starts swinging his arms, you know, it's Duff City. Get out of the way, it's Duff City. So, yeah, right. it was good times. Like, doing those um, weekend events. Um, yeah. So, I, I got a question. At, at what point... So, you said you said that at some point you were getting, uh, you know, a, a, a decent, a, a pretty you know, a, a respectable amount of people watching. And at what point do you think, uh, and if, and if this point has never come or, or if this is like an irrelevant question, just let me know. But uh, was there a point, And uh, if it has come, it's probably been in, in the last year and a half or so, but at what point do you feel like those people were, 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 were showing up to watch you and it didn't matter if your stream was, you know, constantly evolving or not, that they were just, they, they were just part of the community and, and it, it wouldn't make sense for them to leave. And you didn't feel like you had to, you know, uh, you know, work yourself to death, you know, competing to to keep these people or to add new people and then at some point if if that does happen at some do you think that at some point the people who stay uh and your 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 stream becomes such a, a a regular fixture in their life that you know other people will come just because it you know that they, they want to see what is getting people there in the first place D- does any any of those does any part of that question make sense yeah um so when I was like doing all like the week uh, weekend weekend stuff, like I would say that's like the peak of my stream. Like people would just tune in just to hang out, just to chill. Like I used to just call it like hunt and chill and all that and all that good stuff. Um, that started fading during generations. 
because you know more people getting their uh, 3ds capture cards dark soul streamers start coming in my capture card actually died during the generations um craze so that that actually hurt my viewership and kind of like kind of hurt me as well because i was like i spent a lot of money to get this capture card and it didn't even last me a year so i was not in a good state of mindset so after that like i was like i was just testing around with other other games like hearthstone just to see like who will still show up so obviously if i don't play monster viewerships in a tank so i tried some hearthstone then i tried um i actually played a bit of um the older monster hunters at that time as well like monster Hunter freedom unite for the psp um I actually bought three ultimate on the Wii U and you know, that sort of, you know, yeah, filled up the gap. But, um, yeah, I would say like after, like once world came out, that's when, you know, I I guess I'm the old and busted people with the new hotness. So okay, so let's 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 unpack some of this, right? Yeah. Because I was gonna ask like about things that didn't work. So you would say that after the capture card died, that was kind of a negative milestone for the stream. Yeah, for because sure. Because then you had to get into an experimental period, and the experimental period didn't fly. Yeah, it was a it is a mixed bag. I tried. Like when I was doing Hearthstone streams, it's not a really intensive game, so I tried like to do like all, like I'm not streaming Monster Hunter, but I'll still try to hunt with viewers. Right. But that kind of didn't work. Um, and then for the PSP games, unfortunately, I could only um, play it solo. Some people had a had a good time out of it, had a good laugh out of it. I also, from that experience, I also found out that there were, there was like a whole nother um, Monster Hunter community dedicated only to that version of Monster Hunter. Mm. They were very critical, which I was not um, used to or was expecting. Well, when you say critical, what? They mean like, oh, if you didn't play optimally, they're like, fuck you. Uh, if I like, I was getting like insulted because I didn't have certain gear, and then I was, I was getting people like, "Oh, you can't do this, do this quest with like starting gear." And then after t- like my second try, I like beat the Plesioth, which is a monster meme now, because like he has like the worst hitbox in his hip checks. Like he just swings and you just get hit. No matter where you do arms, <laughs> so they, they call it like it was like a vacuum hitbox or whatever they, they call it. But um, wow, like the gears chainsaw. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I, I pulled that off. First, I had to deal with you're not geared. You know what you're doing. And I beat the monster. Doing like what the hell? What did you do? And I'm just like I I guess I can't win with this community because <laughs> either I do something. Right, I do something crazy. They're like, "That's not right." I don't have the right equipment. That's not right. And I was just like, "All right, I guess there's yeah, there's no winning with two. <laughs> I, I I can't win these people over, or I, I I guess I'm just not part of that community." So it sounds like, um, it, it, what, what I'm what, the conclusion that I'm drawing. Uh, here for like uh, the like the the life of a streamer, right? Is that you know you're you're constantly being pulled apart uh, in every different direction by a million different forces. You know, there's the competition from other streamers uh, from more popular games. There's a competition of of other streamers from the same game. There are people in the community who are trying to tell you that you know, you're not playing the game the right way. There are people who, there, there are your viewers who 
you know, uh, are, are seem, who seem to be based on your description, pretty, pretty volatile. You know, if, if you, if you disappear for a little bit, or if your if your stream changes in a way that they don't like, or if you stop streaming in that they like, then they're, they're gone. But despite all of this, uh, thousands of people still do this and, and still put themselves through it and, and do what you're doing and still get a lot out of it. And I want to know what you think is like, I mean, you've been saying a lot of negative things about streaming and it, it, I, I think it, those things are important to, to state because it, it, it really is um, an exhausting and a, an emotionally and mentally trying uh, profession. But, you know, if, if you're, um, you know, you, 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 you are most certainly getting something out of it and all these people are certainly getting something out of it. And what do you think, like, can you give me some examples of like, you know, you talked about, um, you know, you, you talked about the in-jokes and, and how much fun it was just playing with like a small group of people and like those in-jokes sticking and, and people picking up on them. But like, can you give me a few more examples of, of it, like something happening and you thinking to yourself like, okay, like this is why I put myself through all of this. Sure. Um, so I was playing Persona 5, and that was a relatively small viewership because, you know, it's a JRPG. Mm-hmm. I was playing really, I was doing a slow playthrough because I was, like, trying to read the lines and stuff. And then um, one of my viewers actually sent me, like, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Persona 5, but, uh, you know, you know, like, Damn, when, they, when they send out the calling, the, the cards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually received one from one of the viewers. What, what, like, like one modeled after one in the game? Yeah, so, um, let me see if I still have it. I think I still have it. I'm pretty sure I still have it. Real life souvenirs, guys. Yeah, so, like, Sir NY Ding is Twitch streamer and master of flaws. You are, you are, uh, my Kogu boy won't face reality therefore we have decided to make you realize your sins we will take your distorted desires without fail from the mingley squad and then the the back of it is to take your heart um persona five you know you know how the card looks like right yeah the logo yeah yeah was if we could if we could possibly see if we can get a picture for the uh show now so people can see when they're listening later yeah we'll work on it but yeah, the That's Michael cool, Gu boys and Ming Lee squads like another in joke, right? So That's pretty yeah. sick. So when you got that, that was kind of like okay, like this is going. Even yeah, if it's, it's, not it's worth it. Quote, unquote, go, yeah, it's worth it. Even if it's not as a quote unquote going somewhere. So okay, well, you definitely mentioned that you had the card. Well, in fact, before I even get to this next part, but you had the card die. Were there any other like tech challenges? I don't remember talking to you about any, but. Did you have any other like major technolo- technological challenges? Um, personally, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the only other tech challenges is like, is like when I was streaming Monster in the World and I couldn't figure out what was eating all my processing power, and then I realized Monster in the World is a ridiculous, a ridiculous game on resources. Yeah. And then probably streaming on top of that, that's probably GG. Yeah, it's pretty much GG for sure. Okay. Well, the big question I was going to follow up with, with was, so the card dying was kind of the negative milestone. So then, of course, there started to be a decline. So mm-hmm. how would you describe, like, your state of mind and what you were trying? Like, how are you dealing with, the declining viewership. Um, I actually felt like every part of my life at that time was that burnout phase. Mm. I remember I was calling out of work and then my boss was like, what's wrong? I'm like, I think I'm burnt out. He's like, from work? Nah. And I was like, nah, like other aspects. So he actually gave me like a, a few days just to air, air it out, I guess, or figure it out. Or just like you know, like not come to work, uh, in a wrong state of mind. I guess. Did it help? 
Yeah, it definitely did. Um, yeah, I would say, like, it was, like, the twi- the whole stream declining, like, the car dying. Like, it was just, like, I spent money on this. I, didn't, I don't feel like I got, got the full value out of it. And then it was, I guess, it wasn't under warranty anymore. And then I, I debated, like, like, do I spend another, like, $600 on another card? Would that be worth it? So it was just like, like what what do I do a- after work? Like all that type of stuff. Like streaming was just so ingrained into my routine that not being able to stream was just opening opening like a big gap in my schedule that I didn't know how to fill. I guess. Mm. That's crazy. Like, yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. That it, uh, it, it became, like Snacks, you said earlier, talking about how audiences, when they go to these streams, the stream becomes ingrained in their lifestyle. But you, you stop to think about the fact that for the streamer themselves, it's the same thing. In fact, even more so, because it is their responsibility to deliver all this, you know, content and be the kind of the flashpoint for all the rest of this stuff to happen. So I didn't even think about that angle. That's kind of crazy. But see, the thing is, so after the car dying, then you start experimental phase. But it was never quite the same because I remember after that, even after World came out, while you you alluded to this earlier, that when World came out, you, you were quote unquote old and busted. So like, what was that period like? Of the, the attempt of the comeback, I guess. Well, it wasn't really a comeback. I was I had a vision of like you know everyone who's streaming the monster world is going to be doing fear runs like they're hunting with other people. So I decided to take a gamble of um I pick a niche weapon, the gun lance, which I played a lot of in all the other monster games. Mm-hmm. Let me do it with no armor, and let me do it solo with no cat. So I, I did get a few people like watching it, but I wasn't really streaming consistently at that time. Hmm. Okay. So, cause I do recall that there was a point where, yeah, you were kind of trying to figure out what to do with the stream in general. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is probably around that same time, right? Where you just uh, kind of started streaming less. Because yeah. it is hard to figure out what to do. Yeah. Now, some of this has to be attributed to audience being fickle, right? Getting um, loyal audience is pretty tough on Twitch in general. So, I don't know, like, what are your thoughts on the fickle audience thing? It could be. I did have a good loyal viewer base but I wouldn't say they were 100% supportive of other people other people I mean in other the community like say uh, if there's like a new viewer I feel like some of my like regular viewers were pretty negative right so, so you had a loyal viewer base but they circled the wagons yeah like I guess if you weren't in, like, who is you? <laughs> but, um, I guess, like, as I tried to change that, that basically made things a little awkward. <laughs> so now it's just like, I just stream whenever, stream whatever. And, so, okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about the transition to that, right? Because mm-hmm. there was a transition from being the regular streamer and doing all these you know, different things to kind of just being like, whatever. Like, what? So basically the question is, around when did you basically say fuck it? I think around this time last year. Because um, I just didn't know the community anymore because world definitely 
was a great thing for this for the series and the community. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was pretty overwhelming because um, I didn't know what to do. Once I transitioned to multiplayer streams, I didn't know what to do because right. Once in the World introduced 16-player lobbies. Right. So in, in older Monster Hunters, it was like up to four players, and that way I could try to like, okay, everyone gets their hunt in, next group comes in. That group gets their hunts in, Next group, next group comes in, and so on and so forth. Right. From us in the world, I had no idea what to do because <laughs> it's still yeah because you can't really control it, right? Yeah, it's still four players per hunt, but it's up to six, sixteen players in the lobby. So yeah, it was you just like four I, hunts going at a time. Yeah, so that that was pretty different and I, I didn't adjust well to that and it got to the point where like no one really wanted to <laughs> so would you say that because um, one of the things I thought that you were going to talk about was with World World kind of had its Apex Legends moment right I mean World is still a very very popular game in fact it became it became Capcom's best selling game ever right right so right. It became more popular than I think anybody could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. So suddenly where you were a, maybe not a big fish, but you were a decently sized fish in a fairly small pond, suddenly you were in the ocean. Right. So do you think that that was also had a negative effect on you? I would, I would say so. I would say like having the lack of presence in generations definitely attributed to that because I've seen many I've seen many like generations streamers that are not partnered Mm. so because they always had their consistent presence so I would say it's it's a lot of mixture of things but in the end I still think it's a matter of luck right because even though, like, I'll say, like, uh, World, I didn't really get that much viewership. I think my peak viewers actually came from World, but that's only because of um, other streamers hosting me. Um, so I had uh, Hot Sammy Sliz is his name, and um, I think, like, two months ago, he, he just randomly hosted me, and then I had, like, 90 viewers. And then I streamed for like another like three hours, but I still had seventy viewers in my stream. At that point, I like once I get hosted, I I'm expecting like okay, these guys are gonna leave. Like I'm not really the 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 I don't have the same style as the streamer that hosted me. But I guess we have similar taste in music. <laughs> I was like, all right, let me, let me just. Keep hunting, do my thing. Hopefully, stir up some conversation. See what happens. You know, I, was, I was still pre- till, to this day. I'm still pretty pleasantly surprised that seventy people still stuck around. Pretty so, good. I mean, unfortunately, you didn't really get the retention, I guess. But the fact that they even bothered to stay for that session is pretty good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know why people watch anymore. <laughs> so it, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Because I've seen like big hosts on other streamers and then I quickly see it doing all down to like 20. Wow. So, and that's what I was expecting. I was like, all right, let me just, there's a storm. All right, let me, let me see this doodle down to like 15. And then I'm like, all right, back, back to business. But I was pleasantly surprised and I still saw um, you know a majority of streamers still not streamers viewers still stuck around so what's so crazy so what do you think what do you think so you're you're primarily streaming Monster Hunter World and you have been for over a year now the game's a little over a year old Um, you said that uh, another Monster Hunter streamer um you know, hosted you or whatever. And so what do you think 
What do you think your place is? I know Monster Hunter World doesn't get a ton of viewers, uh, but now, anyway. it's right. But it's 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 there. It's a it's a it's always a, a presence on on Twitch. Do you, do you think that you have um like maybe cemented yourself as as a as a person to know about if you're into Monster Hunter? Like if you are looking for a streamer, like if somebody were to, were to, you know, write up a a thing about, you know, content creators for Monster Hunter on Twitch specifically, um, do you think that your name would come up? Do you like, where do you think your, your role is on like the hierarchy of, of Monster Hunter content creators at this point? I would say I'm like in the bottom because, um, Personally, I think the hierarchies, um, if you make guides okay, or you're partnered, then you're on the top, top of the hierarchy. Then after that, there's like a huge circle of streamers that are like, they'll host each other and their communities like, you know, just going to cycle through that, through those streamers. I would say that's the middle. And then the rest is just like people that aren't in that network or aren't mingling with the people in that network. So I would say I'm like on the bottom. Okay. So what do you think is the, what what do you think the barrier is um, preventing you from becoming in that middle tier of, of the, the more popular monster hunter streamers that are all sharing each other's work and, and, and sharing each other's viewers. I would say mingle with them more, be a little bit more active on Twitter Sure. Which which you're you're admitting to us and everybody that you you don't do. I did it in the previous monsters, but in world, I just feel like it's a lot of streamers, and at, I think at this point, like I already made up my mind about like my full time job and like the right. amount of time I should put to streaming. Right. Like, I already made up my mind, so I was like, maybe it's not worth the time to yeah, exert sure. most of my free time to streaming. Because during the peak, it was only like 30 viewers, and I was already stressing out, like, what should I do over the weekend for an event? What should I do today? What do I change? Like, how do I change the overlay? I also, like, during my streams, I had to be, like, very conscious of, like, how to greet people. Because if I say the same thing over and over again, you're like, you only say this. You say the same thing over and over again. Wow. <laughs> like, I, I actually had a viewer say, like, like, how I react to some monsters, like, you just say the same thing over and over again. I'm like... Okay. So yeah, it was it was very interesting, like discovering how to deal, how to like innovate or like deal with certain situations, like how to make things different for each interaction. Wow. So, with all this being said, right? We know obviously streaming is here to stay, right? Mm -hmm. But. Given, I guess, a lot of the stuff we've talked about over the course of this discussion, right? How do you feel about the viability for new people at this point? So if you're thinking about getting into streaming, do you think it's even worth it? And it, Or do you think it's worth it at certain levels? Like you talked about being a hobbyist streamer versus a full-time streamer. Do you think being a hobbyist streamer is worth it? Or only full time, you can still do both. Like, what what is your read on it right now? I think if you're doing it as a hobby, as you're as long as you're having fun, I think mm-hmm. that's great. If you're trying to do full time, um, I think during my three ultimate days, I forget the name of the streamer, but he always said like, that's why I always tell streamers you gotta have a job too. It, I don't think it's financially viable. 
unless you're like a hundred percent committed to content creation, not just on Twitch. Right. Like you got to create stuff for YouTube. Yeah. The people that are successful, they get sponsorships. They have, they're constantly on YouTube. They're constantly on Twitch, constantly updating on Twitter. Some people meme out and say like, you know, they're selling out, but that's their People fail to realize they're betting it all on this as their livelihood. Quite literally betting. Yeah. Because it could all go to shit tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I forgot the stats that Ninja was saying. Like, I, he said he didn't stream for a day and he lost, like, a couple of thousand subscribers. Yep. And I'm just like, people don't, I don't think people see the, the magnitude of it. Right. Because, like, it's for people with salaries, like, okay, you make that much an hour. They're not salary workers. They're yeah. literally depending on you giving them money or having enough people to watch them for ad revenue. Or if they have sponsorships and so on and so forth. But that's if they, you know, like reach out to their sponsors, reach out to potential sponsors. It's still work, but it's not traditional work. The gig economy rearing its lovely head again. Mm. So, I think if you stream full time, you still have to treat it as work, but not. It, it can still be fun, and it's not traditional work, but it depends how much how much work you're willing to put in and I guess it's still luck luck is heavily factored in as well Mm, yeah that seems to be about where it looks to me at the very least so last question I got for you is what are you thinking about as far as like future of your stream um I'm just staying the course right now I don't really think I have a consistent or loyal viewer base, maybe like three or four now. Um, right. I mean, it, granted, it's been like a few years for my stream. You know, people grow up, people have responsibilities, people move on to other streamers. So, you know, like we're, we're grown adults. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be like a cult leader. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm content with, you know, like I'm, I'm just streaming, like I'm streaming Hollow Knight, I think for a few streams, I had like two years, but that's fine because I'm not streaming Moss Hunter. And if people want to check me out playing in Metroidvania, that's cool. If not, it's just like, I'm still going to stream it. And then. So for like most most for ultimate, I said like I actually learned how to play the game through through Twitch, right? And for Hollow Knight, some people were actually like, "Hey, let me see your map." Like it was still interactive, and that's what I like about streaming. Yeah, so I remember you telling me, you know, what your experience was like playing Hollow Knight, and you said that you know you had you had viewers kind of like help you through to find some of the more hidden areas that you would have otherwise needed a guide for. And it's amazing that even though you only had a handful of people, that the engagement level of those people was high enough where you got, you got significant amount of help for it. So, so it sounds like that's the benefit of just putting yourself out there in the first place is that I played Hollow, I don't stream at all and I played Hollow Knight and I missed half the game. Because, you know, I didn't realize that all of that, all of the stuff that was, that was there until I looked up a guide after I beat the game. And, you know, you had that right at your disposal. And I, I think that that's really cool. Like, I, I remember you telling me that you had that experience, but I didn't realize, I didn't realize that there were, that, that you were basically getting a hundred percent out of two people. I think that's yeah, really cool. Pretty much. But I think that's really cool. Yeah. 
Just be different. careful of like the meme, the meme communities like under Undertale and uh, Doki Doki. Just, just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think th- I think those are good words to uh, to wrap up on. The defense rests. Uh, snacks. Anything else? Uh, nothing more from me. Um, tell uh, tell us when your uh, tell us when your next stream is. Uh, next stream, um, possibly tomorrow. Streaming some Monster in the World on PC. Um, so world event quests rotate every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And tomorrow, uh, we're actually going to have, um, Arc Tempered Lunastra. So I might stream some solo Gunlance action against Arc Tempered Lunastra. Well, I think that's going to be pretty wild. And I think you should, um, I think you should check that out. So yeah, I think, um, thanks. Thanks for coming on the, on the pod. Um, Yes, you know, thank it, you very much. I learned. I learned. I learned a lot. Even though we talk uh, almost every day, I learned a lot from this conversation, um, and I hope the listeners did as well. Uh, if you want to check out, uh, if you want to check out our friend, you can. You can do so. I think it's um, it's N- it's NY Dingus on Twitch. Yeah, twitch.tv slash NY Dingus D I N G U S. Right. So check him out there, and um, and check us out on on twitter on instagram at frog snacks on twitter uh at frog snacks podcast on instagram we've got our website frogsnacks.net and we've got uh and we're on we're on apple Podcasts. you rate review subscribe to the show there um thank us again thanks again for coming on um and we will um see everybody next week it's a pleasure thanks for having me peace